0: Welcome to the X-Ray Room. You're listening to Who Told You with your podcast host, Veronica Best, infusing the intricate inner workings of your thought life with inspiration one episode at a time. Our thoughts? are the basis of each decision, ultimately paving our life. This is the Thought X-Ray Hourly Show that begs the question, who told you? And we are in episode 12, y'all. This is part two of my interview with my mom, Eloisa Gonzalez. Um, And we're so excited to be able to re-record part two. For whatever reason, it did not save when she was here last time. So I'm not wearing the same shirt for two weeks. I just washed it and put it on again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay and I tried to make it match part one but my makeup's different whatever it doesn't matter so we're here and we are going to dive right in because the conversation was so hot um in part one we ended where uh, I was basically stating how I had to um let go of, you know, the blaming of the parent type thing and how I was saying like, why didn't they arrest my, my, my grandfather when they found out what was going on, you know, and I was holding on to this for so long and that lack of forgiveness, that offense that I wasn't even aware that was there. It was there. Um, it was causing so much other damage. So we are talking about the blessing, which is a book written by two Christian psychologists. They are Gary Smalley and John Trent. It's called The Blessing. Check it out. The audiobook link is in the description of the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, so we talked about the five points of the blessing, and I hope you guys enjoyed last week's Joni Stone's interview. We got into some really deep stuff. Who told you you were naked? Mm-hmm. Um, so with this one, we're going to do part two of who told you you aren't blessed or you are blessed. Um, The first two points that we talked about were meaningful touch and spoken message. So we're going to dive right into attaching high value to the one being blessed. And in this um, quote that I want to read out to you guys, basically it's stating that um, what you want to do is if I can find the quote, where's the quote? Look at them. Sorry. I can't find the quote. I will. Okay. Found it. This is the quote um, that is in the blessing that talks about giving value to that child. It says Mm -hmm. each child needs to be singled out sometimes for special praise or for recognition. And Mm -hmm. I remember, I don't know if you got this idea from the book, but you gave me a Bible verse for my life. Yes. It was, um, Isaiah 27, one through three. And what's really cool. We talked about with Joni, the word picture how you give your child a word picture. And in that verse, there's a word picture of a vineyard. Mm-hmm. And it talks about, you are my vineyard. So automatically mm-hmm. you think, oh, vineyard, God, gardener, mm-hmm. God is taking care of the vineyard. And mm-hmm. that word picture becomes who you are and gives you confidence all throughout your life. Yes. So in the verse... Um, and, and remember we, we gave some examples with Joni, like Zion the Lion. We've always called him a lion. He's a lion. Mm-hmm. You know, Avia. I didn't tell you guys about my other kids, but with Avia, we call her the Lily because her middle name, she was named after her grandmother who passed away, Sheldon's mom. But um Muriel is not a biblical name, and that was um Sheldon's mother's name. So I wanted to give her a word picture. So we did um Lily, and I didn't even know what I was doing. This is before the book, I ever read the book. Mm-hmm. But Lily. Muriel is a specific kind of a lily. It's a lily of the sea. So when you look it up on Google, lily of the sea, a lily of the sea only grows in dark places, very deep places, very cold waters. And um, what makes the sea lily special is that it's able to survive really harsh Environment, yes, girl, Mm. and I was like, Oh, well, Jesus knew what he was doing in that hospital room, yes, because I wasn't 1000% on board with naming my daughter Muriel (laughs) because I didn't really like I wanted their names to be really biblical, you know, yeah, so I did it because I never met her and I wanted to honor her, you know, Mm. so now I'm like, Well, Jesus was in it. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes. And then Levi is a tiger because he was born in Auburn and the mascot is the tigers. <laughs> so he is a tiger. Okay. <laughs> so you just study the nature but of
1: LSU one. I don't Auburn. even follow
0: sports. I don't, that, uh, I don't know. Yeah. But you, you get a word picture for that child or someone at work, whoever it is you're trying to bless. You get a word picture for them. You can buy them a little trinket like my mom would buy a lighthouse. I remember that lighthouse had a Bible verse on it. She put on my nightstand. You are the light of the world, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. So tell me about the process with you with the verse.
1: What made you even find that verse? What were you doing? Were you praying? I was praying. And and, uh, for each one of you, you'll have a specifically verse that is your life verse. That's who you are like your verse you can read it it's right there you can read it oh dang yeah okay. read it and, and see
0: so it says in that day the lord was was oh sorry the lord with his sword and great and strong sword shall mm-hmm. punish leviathan and leviathan is a symbol of the dragon which is the the devil mm-hmm. this piercing serpent even leviathan that crooked serpent and he shall slay the dragon that is in the sea and in that day sing ye Unto her. It's so beautiful. A vineyard mm-hmm. of red wine. I the Lord do keep it. I will water her every moment moment. Lest any hurt her, I will keep her night and day. Mm-hmm. So it's so powerful. Yeah. So
1: it just came out like it Yeah, that's I think when you want to pray for each of your kids, and it doesn't matter in, in the position that you're right now with your kids. Maybe you have a kid that's 20 years old. Just ask the Lord for a verse and one thing, tell them and put that verse somewhere with them and put that, that verse in your Bible. Like in my Bible, I have each of my kids name, their birthday and their verse for each in my Bible. And if I change Bibles, all that is coming to the new Bible because that's for life and also give it to them, put it on your walls, put it on, um on a card tell them this is this is who you are you can even go into the internet and buy frames for it or somebody else got that verse real with a nice picture artwork or yeah. whatever that's theirs it's that's the word that they're going to walk the whole life
0: mhm and what it did for me at that time, I was a Hellion. I was just like 13 years old, got expelled from school, was having sex. Um, mm-hmm. I was doing drugs, like I just did not care about God at all. I hated God. But when she gave me that verse, I was like, okay, psycho. Mm-hmm. You know, like <laughs> I just thought, like, mm, whatever, you know. Yeah. But even then, at the age of 13, it gave me confidence. Mm-hmm. And to this day, like, I have
1: confidence mm-hmm. in that. And, and who I am, and so. you have gone through a lot of stuff that the devil has attacked you personally. And I mean, you in one year you almost die four times. Now think about it. How can a person almost die in the year 2014? You you die four times, and and God protected you because right. of that verse. Mm. Because that word is there. That word. That word.
0: And even if you feel like you don't know a lot about the Bible. And you're like, I just, every time I read the Bible, I fall asleep. Or Mm -hmm. every time I read the Bible, I don't understand it. Like, uh, you can listen to the audio Bible. So remember in part one, I talked about word of promise. Start there. Yeah. Start listening to the Bible. Another thing that, um, I'm doing with Zion with my son and he gets so mad at me, but I don't care. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll have him read a book. So right now we're talking about Galatians. Okay. So he's memorizing the Bible. And he's memorized three chapters already. But apart from that, he has to read the book of Galatians to me Mm -hmm. out loud. And then we talk about it. We talk about it. We talk about it. We talk about it. And now we're watching movies on Paul. Mm -hmm. So, oh my God, you guys have to watch this movie on Netflix. Wait, The Life of Paul. Jim Cavizio, which I was kind of mad. Jim Cavizio plays Luke, yeah. which every time I see it, I'm thinking of him on the cross. No, that's a good movie. That's a good <laughs> but
1: movie. But that
0: movie, oh my God. Like it's very good. It gives you, like the next sermon I preach is going to be on Paul mm-hmm. because I have a whole new respect for Paul now mm-hmm. and what he went through. But what you're doing is, is, even though you feel like you don't know that much about the Bible- mm-hmm. Do audio Bible, do movies. Some of them are not accurate. They they might say things or whatever. But grab your kids because it's, it's true. What my mom says: the word of God will never fail you. The word of God is going to set your family free. Yeah, and um, yeah, and and like it says in the blessing yeah. that when you have assigned, you want to assign special value, attach mm-hmm. high value to mm-hmm. the one being blessed. Mm-hmm. A great way to start. Is by getting a Bible verse for them.
1: Yeah. I, w- I want to make this input because some some parents go crazy. <laughs> it, yeah, it has to be a positive verse. Don't oh, put, okay. You know that's the good real point. point. You know, you're a worm, or oh Jacob. None of that. We, we no. It has to be a positive and in a, a a verse that speaks to for the future for them. Right. Yeah. That's so true. If yeah. it's not life giving, no,
0: no, no. You don't bring death to. Please And there's some verses that talk about cursing. Yeah. yeah, There's some verses that talk about destruction Mm -hmm. or like, turn to me or you will die. Mm -hmm. Like, don't, don't don't, do that one. That's not a good one. That's That's Satan. No. no, (laughs) Because even Satan, the Bible is a sword. Yes. So that Bible, you can use the sword to hurt. Mm -hmm. Don't use the sword to hurt. You know, you can use Bible verses to hurt your family, especially like, um, and I'm victim, not victim. I'm a perpetrator Mm. to this too is I'll try and use the scripture to get back at my husband. And it's like, that's the Mm. wrong time to bring up the scripture (laughs) when you're in an argument. Don't do it. Okay. So the next point is picturing a special, this is point number four, picturing a special future for the one being blessed. He, he gives this really cool story about how he went to a Jewish family's house and they're all eating. And there's like, aunts, uncles, grandfather, Mm. uh, little kids. And it it says that this Jewish patriarch, the grandfather separated everybody. So he had all the men and and boys on one side of the room and all the women and girls on the other side of the room. And after they ate, it says that he put his hand on each one of them Mm. and he spoke a blessing. That's nice. Right? I thought it was so cool. And and, um, I don't know if it was Smalley or Trent, but one of the psychologists was there and he witnessed the whole event. And he was like, it was so powerful how the patriarch, the head of the family, you know, cause they are the covering that, that he went through and he spoke a blessing to their future. Mm-hmm. And I remember my mom, um, during that time of rebellion she said i prayed like she would tell me all the time she'd be like i'm fasting really for what you <laughs> you know <laughs> like i just got done fasting 7 days for you you know and then one day um she told me i think we were in the kitchen but i remember she said um i was fasting that um if the lord didn't use you if you didn't serve him that he would just take you now mm-hmm. I was like, you mean like, take me, take me? <laughs> yes, <laughs> he, like, take you. <laughs> you mean like to the by and by, the sweet by and by? Yes. And I was yeah. like, oh my God. Like when she said that, mm-hmm. I got so scared. Mm-hmm. But it was good. Like, it, it, it sounds extreme. And I did that to all of them. Which... <laughs> <laughs> I
1: didn't know that. This is a revelation. I did not. First time I'm hearing this. All of them, they have heard those words. Even the one that I have at home right now. Yeah. You know, I, I, and I'll say it regular, you know, that you are a gift from God and that you have a purpose in, on this earth. And, but if you're not going to be, you know, serving, serving him, yeah, serving Jesus, you're going to go back to where you came from. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, the thing is, is that uh, at the end of the day, and I believe this with all my heart, you have to give an account for your kids, mm-hmm. for their spiritual walk mm-hmm. up until you know, 18 years old or whenever they move out, they are going to believe in God based on you. Yes. And people don't like to hear that. People yes. feel yes. very condemned yes. when they, when they hear well, like, well, you know, my kid ended up a drug addict, but what did you show him? Yes. Because the way we view God is based on mm-hmm. our parents. Mm-hmm. The lens that we look through to see God is based on how our parents treated us. Right. And so, and this is, preaching to me because I, I get angry and I flip a switch fast and mm-hmm. I'm like, wait a second. And I have to go back to my kids and I have to say, I'm sorry because I'm like, God is not like that. Mm-hmm. God is not angry. The wrath of God disappeared when Jesus died on the cross. It yes. says that Jesus carried the wrath of the father on his shoulders. Yes. So yes. he took the wrath. Yes. So when you're being wrathful, you're in your flesh, you're not mm-hmm. being the Veronica that I want you to be the mom. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, when my mom said that to me, she would also say, uh, you know, you're not for Canton at that time. I, we were at, my parents started their first church in Canton and I would be, you know, there and whatever. And she'd be like, you're not made for Canton. You're made for the world. You know, Mm -hmm. you're a prophet to the nations. Mm -hmm. And those words that she would say to me would like, Oh, they would just get me. And even now, you know, they, they make me feel this level of confidence. So Mm -hmm. when you have a loved
1: one, Mm -hmm. you know, think about what do you want to see in their future? Yeah. And, and also, uh, You know, me as a pastor, of course, all pastors that are listening or anybody that is in the ministry, we would like our kids to be in the ministry, but not all of our kids are called to the ministry. They can serve the Lord in an area in the ministry, but not be on, let's say, the five-fold ministry, you know, a pastor, an apostle, a prophet. They can serve even... Singing in the in the choir at church, or or feeding the homeless, or having or, a
0: small group at their oh, house, yes,
1: or a Bible study at their home, or or any kind of area where you are you are proclaiming Jesus Christ. If maybe you're a lawyer. Maybe I want my kid to be a lawyer. I want my kid to be a nurse. I want my my son to to own his own business. But in that position, serve the Lord. Serve Mm -hmm. the Lord in your community. Just serve the Lord because you're showing Jesus to other people. That's Mm -hmm. that's what we're here for, to show Jesus. The father doesn't want nobody going to hell. Mm -hmm. The only one that is going to hell is the devil with his angels. He doesn't want a human being to go to hell. So that's what you want to impart in your kids. Mm -hmm. You want to serve the Lord. You oh, but I don't want to be a pastor. No, I'm not saying you're going to be a pastor. That's good. You're Mm -hmm. going to be in an area that the Lord might use you. You might be a, a business owner, mm-hmm. but you're feeding people in Africa. You're sending money over there to missionaries. You're going over there and 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 helping those missionaries. You're doing something for the kingdom. Right. Yeah. And I, I think um, as a mom, you ask the
0: Lord, right? You say, Lord, what is their calling? Because mm-hmm. I, I definitely asked the Lord from the time they were little, you know, you can tell God, show me. Mm-hmm show me their future. Give me a picture. And he will, Mm -hmm. it'll come in the form of your imagination. Yeah. Um, I don't want people to think, Oh, it's this vision and the angel shows up in your bedroom. And then Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's not like that. It's in your imagination. You'll, you'll be doing something, washing dishes at church. It don't matter. You'll be doing something and the Lord will give you a picture and it's basically, or you might have a dream of, of seeing your child, you know, um, and but stick to it. Don't mm. don't let go. Even Brian. though it looks like your kid is going through hell or acting yeah. like hell, your kid might be addicted to drugs. Mm-hmm. Your kid might um, be sleeping around, mm-hmm. um, or he's
1: not at home, or she's not at home. You just keep reading that verse. You have that verse with their name, with the date that the Lord gave it to you, and you keep reading that verse. Lord, this is this is the verse. Like my youngest child, he's at home. He's 20 years old right now. He's not serving the Lord. He goes to church, but he's not serving the Lord. I keep reading his verses, Jeremiah, for I know the plans that I have for you. So I keep reading and reading and reading that. And I keep in faith. You have to have faith for that
0: child. Right. And also um, for those of you that have kids that are in a rebellious phase, fasting is huge. Mm-hmm. Fasting means you don't eat. Right. I'm, Covering your mouth. Right. I'm I'm not the one to say, go do a Daniel fast. Mm-hmm. I'm not the one. Because really, Daniel's fast was his way of life. Mm-hmm. Daniel ate vegetables. That was not his fast. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know people are like, oh, well, I'm letting go of sugar for 21 days. Guys, that's not a fast. Mm-hmm. A fast it's no is eating. I'm not eating. And it is possible to do it. Mm-hmm. You can do v8 drinks and heavy uh whatever those things are
1: no i mean to me a, a fast is just drinking water mm. oh and god. you say oh my god i can't do it's it it's hard <laughs> i go i go at least do 24 hours can you at least start with small things mm-hmm. just one day a week start with one day a mm-hmm, week mm-hmm. just just fast for that child or 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 those kids all together in mm-hmm. that fast. Oh, but I'm on medication. Hey, it's okay. You're not going to die. You're not going to die. Please don't, don't panic, but fast at least let's say Wednesday. Wednesday is the day that I'm going to fast for my family. I'm going to fast for my, my marriage. I'm going to fast for my kids. And that day, all you drink is water. That's for twenty four hours, I that's need it. to do that. That was for me. For twenty four hours, that's it. Don't think about juices. No, just fast. I be getting them thick old juices. I be putting no, hamburgers in the blender, no, no. and I'm like, "Woo!" I'm no, just no. kidding.
0: <laughs> but uh, another thing is that um, when you're fasting, if you're not praying, it's pointless. Mm-hmm. It's pointless. You're just starving. So set the timer. Yeah, Fastest
1: is to seek the Lord. Yeah. It's you're killing the flesh and you're seeking the Lord. And so that your spirit yeah, can grow. Yeah. yeah. You want, not, not grow, but you want your spirit to. Your faith. Yeah. Your faith to
0: grow and you want your spirit to be more aware mm-hmm. of what God is saying. And, and it's giving God authority in your house. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's something, Ooh, mm-hmm.
1: you got to let the Lord be in charge of that house and not you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, 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 also I want to say something about, about kids and, and mothers, especially moms. Cause I think that's who are hearing this conversation the most, I go crazy in my house. I don't know y'all, but I go crazy, especially I only have, you know, my husband and now the 20 year old, but when they were all in the house, they would go to school or, or universities or wherever they're going. And I'm at the house by myself. I go crazy. (laughs) I go, I go, I go crazy in the house. I start yelling and kicking and bucking the devil out of my house and I'm touching pillows and I'm asking Anointing the Holy spirit it. to come into my house and sweep the home. And I still do it. Yeah. I still do it. Yeah. I still do it.
0: And one thing that we're doing as a family, and to be honest, we just started doing it in 2019. Um, is having consistent time of worship in the in the house.
1: Mm-hmm. So and I tell Listen, these- I love Alexa. Can I put a plug on Alexa? Mm-hmm. I love Alexa because Alexa, I can go. Can you put radio so so so? And, "Bing." Or, "Can you uh put Alexa, can you put my my favorite songs that I have on my list already in there?" "Bang." Mm-hmm. I love Alexa. Yeah. She's so faithful. Yeah.
0: And and another thing is like what I was saying was like to have a moment of worship so I tell the kids we're having church at home.
1: Yeah. Literally have a church service or in the Spanish community we we used to call it "altar familiar." Oh, yeah. Yeah, familiar altar. That family was, altar. Family altar, yeah.
0: We come as a family. Yeah. And, but literally to make it consistent, we're doing it now probably two to three times a week, but I want to get to a point where we're doing it every day. And we do it 15 to 30 minutes. We sit down, Sheldon will read a scripture and then he'll ask the kids like trivia questions. Um, And then after that, I will ask the kids, how can you apply that? What can you learn for your life from that? And then what we do is each person prays, whatever they want to pray. And I, I tell my kids, God is better than Santa Claus. And then what we do is we have uh, worship. We sing last. So have a church service at home. Do it consistently because your kids are not going to seek God. Mm-mm. They're not going to seek God if you don't, if you don't do it with them, mm-hmm. they're not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I know so many times we have spent hours, hours doing other things, watching Netflix, going to go do something, eat at a restaurant. It's not worth it, y'all. Mm -hmm. If after all these years they're in college and they could care less about God. That's right. So make it a priority. Now the last point is an active commitment to fulfill the blessing. I remember um, when I told my mom that I wanted to start the ministry, there was a lot of things that I needed to confess from my childhood. There was someone in my family that had molested me and I never said anything about it. Here I am 30 years old, addicted to pornography. Um, I wanted to be free. And I was like, God, I need to be free. And Sheldon, forgave me in such a gracious way. It, it, it broke me. I was so hard and I was pregnant with Levi and I was about to have Levi and God just put on my heart. It's time to confess. You need to confess everything that's on your heart that has hurt you or that you've hurt somebody go deal with it. And then yeah. I told my mom and I was like, I, I feel like I want to minister again. It had been a year. I hadn't done any ministry at all. Um, and I, and before that I ministered all the time. And she was like, okay, she gave me, you remember, she was the one that started it because she gave me Tommy Miranda's number, which led to this, to this, to this, and all these other things happen. So that is an example of how a parent can have an active commitment to fulfill the blessing for their kid. Mm-hmm. So what, what else have you experienced? It doesn't have to be me, just in your kids where you're like, okay, you know, this is what I'm
1: going to do to help my kid. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm going to put a plug here. Uh, it's very hard when you are PKs, which are pastors' kids. You know, they're kind of they go through that rebellion um, days or months or years. And what I did for each of my kids, I send them somewhere so they can listen to the gospel in another way. Like the, my firstborn, I I send her why, to Florida. Why, why? Yeah, to Florida. For six months. Veronica, I sent her to Texas. Tommy Birchfield. Yeah. Samuel, I sent him to Honduras. Mm-hmm. And this one I'm about to send him to. But we all had a breakthrough. Yeah. From those trips. From those trips. Every It's like they us. heard from God and they say, whoa. like wow. I'm wrong. Yeah. I'm in sin and I'm yeah. going to hell. So that's a little help. <laughs> yeah. That's a little help because it was a financial cost. It was, you know, you, you got to provide for those kids while they're away and you have to invest on, on the kids to so they can they can fulfill their their commitment to the lord and if, if you got musicians you got to buy them buy them instruments if they're, they're interested in in going to the ministry you got to provide for them you got to help them out through bible college or whatever they got my first one well in her they they're both graduate from bible colleges you got to help them out mm-hmm. you got to help them out yeah, I think
0: um, one of the best things that you can do is once you find out from the Lord whatever their gifting is, mm-hmm. like, for example, um, with Levi, he was, he's probably the best example that I have. There's a clear love that he has for cooking and music. I mean, it's, it's obvious. You don't have to tell that boy to come on this piano. Mm-hmm. And, and he figured out how to play Mary Had a Little Lamb. I mean, he just loves it. He'll sit and watch me. I'm like, okay, this kid likes music. And then with cooking, whatever. So what you can do is I, the cooking class is crazy expensive. It's like $100 a month. And I'm like, listen, we ain't that committed. <laughs> but he's six years old. He's six years old. So I'm like, okay, let's teach him at home. Whatever you can do mm-hmm. you know, to feed that and to show in the book, it was precious. He said that after his mom died, his, his mom, because you know, his dad never, he, he didn't have a good relationship with his dad. He was raised by a single mom. He goes in and one of the hardest things to pack was a bookshelf. She had a shelf of each one of their careers, mm. books. She even, one of um, her sons was a, a medical doctor. She enrolled in a genetic class at age 60 something, just to learn more so that she could talk with her son about his interest. Oh, that's cute.
1: That is so she cute. had all these
0: theology books because one of her son was a Christian psychologist. She had all of these um, truck driver books because like she was reading and studying her children's interests. Mm-hmm. Like even now, my mom's here recording a podcast because she knows it's what I love. She knows I love to talk, I love ministry, mm-hmm. and this is what I
1: do. And she's like, Okay, I'll support you. So you commit yes, to- for life, for life, for life <clears throat> for that child or for that adult. And then you keep on doing it through the grandkids too. That's another 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 walk that I'm going through.
0: Yep. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, for the, for the last couple of minutes that we have, Mm -hmm. um, I think it's, it's ironic that Kobe Bryant died on Sunday, Mm -hmm. a huge, huge icon. Um, but I think what it did for me was that life is short. Yes. These kids are ours forever. Mm -hmm. Um, what are three ways or three things that you would do? We actually already talked about this one. Yeah. Uh, get a life scripture for your child right affirm your child's identity whenever you talk about them yeah. so tell us how
1: you did that just in 2 minutes um i love i love to brag about my kids i think every parent does so wherever i, I go if anywhere the people always so how are your kids how many kids you got and what did they do so i just expand i go well th- this one does this this one does and they're also surprised like whoa, they doing all that for the Lord. Mm-hmm. I go, mm-hmm. but it's because of that book. That book helped me a lot to affirm, walk and keep on praying. You never stop praying for your kids. Never, mm-hmm. never, never. I was at my mom's last week and my mom is the one that pushed me to the Lord. She brought me so I can go and hear the, the gospel. And She goes, when she was getting ready for bed, she goes, oh, where's my, she has a little prayer book. She goes, I got to pray. I got to pray for all my kids now and all my grandkids and all my great grandkids. And she's got a little uh, prayer book that she's faithfully praying before she goes to bed for each of her kids, each of her grandkids, Mm. and now great grandkids by name which I think is wonderful. I go, Oh my God, I got to start doing that too. Yeah. You know,
0: and I'll have um, a PDF on my social media so that y'all can see there's an alphabet thing that we did for a mother daughter retreat. We went on in August, but it's a scripture for each letter of the alphabet. I am anointed. I am blessed with every mm-hmm. spiritual blessing. I am commissioned to make disciples. Yes. I am dead to sin and it's power over my life. Yes. I am eternal. I am fruitful in every good fruit, a uh, good gift. I am, god's glory on the earth his glory you know anyways all these verses so it goes a through z you can just put your kid's name in there yeah Mm -hmm. zion is anointed zion is blessed with every spirit and let that be your prayer yeah so anyway guys thank you so much for listening to part two i know it's shorter we didn't do a full hour but that was just because we did part one two weeks ago Mm -hmm. um and i'm looking forward to hearing from you guys be sure to follow me and I will also um, post my mom's information so that you can follow her. And if you leave a review, that'd be awesome. Make sure it's yes. five stars. Have yes. Don't be leaving anything less because I don't know what I'll do. But leave I five stars. Hunt you. Hunt you. <laughs> See you guys later. Bye.